Are you tired of the same old pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 4,000 hours of the best pro wrestling events from over 110 of the biggest names in the industry from over 15 countries around the globe. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. Is the world ready for the next chapter of the story? Ladies and gentlemen, the following podcast is scheduled for one hour and designed to keep wrestling real. This is Rant with Ant. We were all off doing our own things. But see, eventually we knew that the three of us would come together. Your hosts, the king of talk style, Anthony DiStefano. I am the alpha of this business. This is real life, my life, my respect, my dignity. Fanboy Philium, Phil Cataldo. I am the diamond of professional wrestling. This is my time. Mella is money. And the demon diva, Issa. I'm the beast and the best. This is my yard now. This is our passion. This is our dream. And if you fight for your dreams, your dreams will fight for you. I ran with them. This is Nikki. What's up? Cool girls here. Hey guys, it's Santana Gear. What's up, Rant with Ant? Not like I tell. So I'm glad that I'm ranting with Ant. The Blue Meanie. Hey, this is James Elwood. What's up? Rant with Ant, Seth Rollins, Kingslayer, Architect, Shield Guy. Hi, this is Allie, and you're listening to Rant with Ant. And welcome, everybody, to the show that keeps wrestling real. This is Rant with Ant. I am your host, the King of Talk Style, Anthony DeStefano. And we record this on a Tuesday night, which is weird because we usually record on Thursday. But Thursday is for lovers. So if you have a lover or your left hand, happy Valentine's Day to them. Um, We have a fun show tonight. Tons of news covering the whole wrestling world. A lot of stuff happening in Japan. All Elite Wrestling and WWE with the Elimination Chamber coming up. But what is Rant With Ant without my two amazing amigos, Phil and Issa. Phil, what's going on, brother? What up, what up? Issa, you you look... I I said this on the video and the Patreon, but you're on fleek tonight. Like, Issa's in business clothes. She's like... Listen, let's get down to business. I ain't got no time to play around. What is this? Must be a circus <laughs> in town. Let's shut the shit down on this clowns. Can I get a witness? Can someone Hell give me yeah. a hell yeah? There you go, Dre. Thank you. Less Hell than yeah. And we're already at the Eminem line. I respect the... it. It was early. I, like I pulled it I like early that. this week. It was like I had it. I had to go for it. Um, I'm excited for, for this weekend. I'm going to the Poconos, actually. I'm going to be poking hoes in the Poconos. And I'm not going to be doing anything. I'm going to totally disconnect from social media. So, you know, from Friday to Monday, I'm not going to be on anything. I'm going to be working on Rant with Ant stuff on the laptop and stuff like that. But um, after our discussion last week with, with the whole social media and everything, I decided maybe I should put the phone down and actually enjoy time with my brother and my sister and my wife and my kid and my family. Our whole family is going to be there. So uh, I'm excited. I know, Phil, you're uh, – what are you doing this weekend? Working? <laughs> Yeah, I work on Saturday, <laughs> but I am off Sunday and Monday. So, Sunday and Monday, it's not, nice. So, it's not too bad. So, Elimination Chamber is going to happen for you, and you can actually watch it. Uh, yes, I can. Now, 
Will I watch any other match on that card besides the uh, women's chamber match? Uh, well, you have to wait and see because I don't know. Yeah. Only match I care about. <laughs> I mean, really? I, I do want to watch Rousey and, and Ruby Riot, but I don't really care about much going into the Elimination Chamber. There's nothing see, I that like, really I always like the excited. Elimination Chamber match itself. So, like, I'm, I'm kind of hyped to watch Daniel. I'm kind of bummed. Well, if they want me to watch it, uh, you need to add Sien Almas because I'm very upset that Mustafa well, Ali got taken his name's, out. His name's Andrade. His name's Andrade. They see an Almas from where I come from, from my side of the tracks. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun now. Uh, Isa, what are you doing this weekend? Anything fun for you? No, I probably watch Elimination Chamber or something. Oh, yeah, you'll have or some something. reactions. Yeah, I'll do something. You know. But yeah. C- but can you do this? I just, <laughs> I can. Please don't break the chair. I yeah, need. I, I need. The I need to buy one of those three hundred ninety nine dollars chairs because they only three ninety nine. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. Gaming chairs are not fun, man. <laughs> they're no, so they're very not. expensive. They're either shitty or expensive. <laughs> I had still... one where, like, when I when I was an avid Gears of War player uh, back in the heyday, I was ranked 40th in the world in Gears of War at one time, and I had one of those cool chairs with the headphones you could plug in, and it had the sword <laughs> holder and all that. And the thing was such a piece of shit. I spent like 250 dollars on it, and it lasted me like two months, and it just fucking shit the bed and broke. Yeah, and then, and then I was just like, I'll buy a couch. $250 in a piece of shit or $600 and like actually good. <laughs> like I thought it was so dope though because like I had everything where I needed it to be. It was like I didn't have to get like, Were you, like the Steve only thing Carl I needed a 40-year-old virgin. Yeah. I needed, <laughs> I needed a toilet cut out and like a fridge under and I was good and then I didn't have to move at all. But um shit happens. So speaking <laughs> of shit happening, that was an interesting end to uh the main event of Monday Night Raw last night where Vince McMahon comes down and flexes his balls and he's like, listen, there's only one big dick energy in this in this whole company and that is me, Vincent Kennedy McMahon. And that's what he did. He just, he flexed on her. It was a weird flex, but okay, I'll take it. And what what it did, and people are mad. And that's, that's the best part of this is watching people legit mad because Charlotte got at it. So we're going to get into that a little bit, but I just want to point out everything... <laughs> And this is where wrestling fans become this, like, hypocrisy. It's like, everything you wanted Roman Reigns to do, Charlotte is doing because Charlotte is, like, the female version of Roman Reigns. That's how fans view her. And now they're turned her heel, and she's doing all this, and everyone hates it. And it's like, this is what you wanted them to do with Roman. Why (laughs) why is this, like, why are you surprised that they're adding the, the woman with the most heat in the company to this match? The best wrestler um, on the roster, on the female roster, maybe on the whole roster, they're adding to this match. Why are they doing it? Because now you're even more invested in it. Like, I just, it blows my mind that these people are, like, are so shocked that Charlotte Flair's in it. When last week we had this discussion that you could go back six months on any wrestling podcast and it said Charlotte and Rousey are the main event of WrestleMania. Nowhere in there did we say Becky Lynch and we got Becky Lynch at it. Our support caught a fire under it's like daniel bryan 2.0 but the fact is this match was always going to be between charlotte and rousey i don't understand what the outrage is all about to quote the great nate diaz i'm not surprised motherfuckers however i don't like the way that they did it i think that if becky 
refused to apologize, and yes. that's how Charlotte gets added to the match. I think I think last night hurt Becky a little bit. I think she could have just came out. They told her you have to apologize, and she should have came out at the end of the night and said, I don't apologize to nobody. And that's how we get Charlotte added in her suspension stays. Her saying, I'm sorry to still get fucked over, it just, it just kind of... But this is how I think then Triple H is like, hey, guys, look, I'm a good guy. Triple H is going to get her in the match. Because everything that Triple H's character is telling me right now is Triple H is trying to play this face character. I think that they put Becky Lynch in a no-win situation no matter well, what. Because I, if she I, didn't I, apologize, she looks stupid. But then she apologized and she still looks stupid. So they, they, they just yeah, I just wish I she would have came out and said, I apologize to nobody. And that's how we get Charlotte added in. And then we figure out a way to, to battle it out. You know? I, but I was waiting her for the saying, CM I'm Punk sorry thing. for nothing. Where like he like when CM Punk was like, no, you apologize, Vince. Apologize, <laughs> apologize, apologize. I will say I pop for Vince saying no. I'm the man. Yeah. I was like, oh, he dude. actually he actually is. Vince though, is the so. big, big dick energy. He, I mean, here's the thing, and, and Phil, I'm gonna kick it to you. But here's the thing: is everyone bitches about these authority figures? Like everyone hated the authority. They make everything feel so much bigger. Triple H is the best promo in professional wrestling. When he gets that voice, he's like, and I think you're, and you're like, holy shit, like, I can feel it in my loins. Like, I get excited for that. That gets me going. Like, Vince McMahon, when he walks out, the crowd pops. Stephanie McMahon makes you hate her every second she has a microphone. They amplify everything. And yes, I don't like authority figures on television with, like, Paige being the GM and Kurt Angle. But it's different when it's the McMahons because they do have that big dick energy where it's like we run the show. And when you have an anti-hero or anti-establishment character, it works absolutely perfect. So for me, with this segment, I look at it two different ways. One, um, it's ridiculous that people are as angry as they are. There's being like kayfabe angry, like... Oh, I'm not a fan of Charlotte. She shouldn't be mad at the match. And then there's the people who are like boycotting WrestleMania. That's like going around Twitter. <laughs> canceling and it's like, networks. <laughs> yeah, canceling networks. It's like when Becky Lynch and Ronda was the main event, you were hype. Now yeah. that, you know, like we all know Becky. Like it's yeah, it's, it's come to a point where it's like, oh come on. All right. We've all watched wrestling for long enough. <laughs> no, Becky's not going to be at it. Becky's not going to no, be in no, this match, not guys. Be at it, she no. got eight segments. Like eight segments last night. Yeah. She's not going to be in the main event of Mania. And then, but worry. there's that angle. And then there's the other angle where I can understand why people are upset. Kurt a different level because <laughs> a couple of months ago, what, a month and a half ago, they were like, no more authority figures. Yeah. And we're doing this as like a – like a committee like all of us have to agree or it doesn't happen and then vince comes out and he's like charlotte's in the match what about shane what about stephanie what about triple h did he ask them are we just doesn't going matter. back to this whole he's authority vince. thing We're, well that's but, like, why and pointed out that maybe we'll get triple h to come back and say wait we're not doing it this and, way, and i get blah, what you're blah, saying blah. with the new authority thing but why'd you have your hopes up they told me that it's a new error and i watched jeff jarrett come out last week and kurt angle wrestle this but week but see that's my issue <laughs> like, in just life in shocked. general. I'm Don't, not shocked. I'd rather have nothing at all than have something for a second. Don't show me what I'm missing out. If you never came out and said, we're doing this by a committee, this is a new era, and blah, blah, blah. If Vince comes out, maybe people aren't as upset because you expect that, right? The fact is that people didn't expect this authority thing. I mean, we sh we all should have, but you should you didn't expect it because they said they weren't doing this anymore. Now, but on the other end, we all knew Charlotte was getting added into match. Yeah, into I mean, the match. Shout out to Colin. Um, Colin Wall on Twitter. I saw him respond in either our chat or in Twitter, and he put uh, 
remember for everybody, this isn't Charlotte being added to the match. This is Becky being added to Charlotte and Rousey because that was always the plan. So just understand that going in. Know what these next few months are going to be. And just get ready for Mania. I just don't get why it's a big deal. You're adding the best female wrestler on your roster to a match that I'm already hyped about. Why is that a bad thing? Oh, now we get three of the best superstars? What am I going to do? We're spoiled. Wrestling fans, you're spoiled. And Little clearly rats. by adding spoiled. Charlotte, there really is no way this match doesn't main event. It just exactly. There's exactly. nothing else in the amazing. card. Like you said, Becky had all those segments on Raw last night. And there's no way. Like, Seth Rollins and Brock Lesnar doesn't feel this big. Nothing on SmackDown feels this big. Nothing in the whole company Seth feels Rollins as big as these. Seth Rollins didn't get eight segments last night. That's what I'm saying. So, now that you're <laughs> adding Charlotte, there is, like, it's undoubtedly the main event. Like, there's nothing you can take away that will make these women not go on last. And that's better for all of us. That's what all of us want. So just kind of ride the wave. And, and what it does, and, and me and Carrie were texting about this, and I, I do, I don't think Ronda has a lot of flaws in her game for only being a year, and I think Ronda Rousey is amazing. But what it does is, you know, a lot of Rousey's matches, let's be honest, 10 minutes, right? This lets you extend that main event by having the third person because they, the, the thing, the beauty about a triple, uh, triple threat match is someone gets knocked out. They're out for five minutes. It's one-on-one. -on -one. Someone gets knocked out. The other person gets up. It's one-on-one. -on -one. And they kind of do that, and it gives people time to breathe, but it also makes the duration of the match last longer. And you have more false finishes. You have more exciting moments. You have more what-the-fuck moments, more shocking moments. It's just like... I just don't get why and people... And you can have either Rousey or Becky win and still protect either Rousey or Becky. Yep, because my Charlotte feeling, will take the, the submission. I the think pin. Charlotte takes the pin or submission from either yep. one of them. I've heard cases for having both of them win. Um, you know, I was talking to Carrie about it earlier, too, and she was talking about maybe Ronda winning to kind of set up the fact that she's beating all the horsewomen then, right? She's beating all four of them. Uh, so that would make sense, and that would be pretty cool. And but she's also, taking of course, time off to start a family. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, but when she comes back, you know, <laughs> but it, it, it's still we it's like, let's not jump the gun here. Um, you know, of course, they are just building sympathy for Becky. If Daniel Bryan didn't have to go through all that bullshit at, at WrestleMania 30, it wouldn't have been such a yep. big moment. If Stone Cold didn't have to go through so much bullshit, he wouldn't well, have been so popular. Exactly. That's the thing they're creating. They're making us all kind of fiend for Becky Lynch. They're making all of us, like, basically beg the company, please put Becky Lynch in this match and please have her win. So when she undoubtedly wins in the main event of WrestleMania, hopefully uh, it's going to be one of the biggest pops ever in a great WrestleMania Do you keep her off moment. TV? Do you keep Becky Lynch off TV for a little bit? Not all the time. I, I, I want it, like, for me, like, take her off for two weeks and let her just show up unexpectedly again and then get that, like, oh, my God, she's back kind of thing. Because I feel like if you keep showing her on TV, it's like, are you really suspended? Like, play the suspension a little I, bit. I, yeah, I would play the suspension, maybe try to have her show up, get kicked out of the building, maybe do some, like, vignettes at home, you know, or, or maybe trying to get into places, like, you know, showing what she's doing, maybe doing, like, surprise, like, attacks on the women uh, outside of the arena, maybe, like, film something where she attacks Charlotte at, like, an airport or something. Something like, like that. that. Like, anything yeah, that's awesome, that, yeah. Because, like, look at Remember the way that I think they should book Vince Becky. Remember McMahon? 
in the, yeah. in the in the hospital. It was fucking beautiful. Exactly. I think they should book Becky the way they booked Tommaso on NXT, which is he's not on every episode, but you see him on every episode. Yes. He has a promo. He has something going on that reminds you that he's a champion, that he's you know the best on the brand, and they should do that with Becky, where she didn't have to. be. She's suspended, right? But it doesn't mean she can't attack these people on like what on outside of the building. So that is what it is. I'm just excited. I'm excited for it. And, and I, I listen, if you wanted a one-on-one match, I mean, fine. I get it, I guess. But I still think, I don't think, I ha, I'm 50-50 on it because I still think you have fast lane to build to. And I still think that it might come down to a one-on-one between Becky and Charlotte. You never know. You never know. There's a couple of things that we still have to make it through. So I can see the storyline being just storyline. They did it a couple of years, which <laughs> it was bullshit at the end of the day because Roman still won. But after that Royal Rumble fiasco, they have um, Roman versus Brian for the main event of WrestleMania oh, at Fastlane. Fast and it was amazing. So, fast yeah, so fast this, this could end up with that. Always seems yeah. to be great. Like Dean Ambrose versus Triple H that one year. It's like... Yeah, and then then you had that triple threat match, and it was Roman, um, Dean Ambrose, and Brock Lesnar for number one contender day. But I think, I think that you have to build something up. Do you keep her off TV tonight? I would. We have to focus on Elimination Chamber, and and Becky has nothing to do with Elimination Chamber. So don't put her on SmackDown. Let let this get over with, and then bring her back, and then let's build to Fastlane, and let's make Fast. Fastlane, good. Not just a stupid stuff that nobody remembers. Just like, keep teasing. Like Sunday, I still keep, keep teasing her. Yeah, the, the, I keep on forgetting thing, that we have a pay-per-view this that's week. That's what I'm, I'm saying. The you. whole thing is Mania is the end game, right? Mania is what we're all booking for. So anything mm-hmm. between now and Mania really doesn't matter. Because the Mania matches should be at least set in stone already. And they, everything should be. So this is a storyline they're going with to get Charlotte in, and to get us to care about Becky. So for everybody who's watching, who's a diehard Becky fan, just relax. She will be in the match. And the one thing I do want to say, I do agree with MJ, who said on Twitter that she would love Becky to get added before because with all the hard work Becky has done over the past year, it would be great to see her like on the marquee and to see her be a part of the kind of promotion of mania and the promotion of being in this match. But like Issa said, also, maybe it's Becky versus Charlotte at Fastlane for a number one contender. Maybe yeah. Charlotte's not even getting added because remember, what the fuck is Asuka doing? And we're recording this on Tuesday, so it might get answered, but what the fuck is Asuka doing? They already have a women's battle royal, so are they going to have another multi-women match? Yeah, is WWE Mandy Rose creative- going to win? Yeah, Who knows? Mandy Rose, baby. WWE creative isn't ready for Asuka. That's the only person not ready for Asuka because they don't know what the fuck to do with that that girl. And she's she's super but talented. But it's good super to talented. have her as a backup plan. If yeah. by any chance, if if anything happens to where they listen, hey, maybe adding Charlotte is not the greatest idea. Let's have her lose to Becky. You still have Asuka. I think that keeping Asuka, Asuka quiet on the background back. gives you that op- option of saying, you know what, maybe Charlotte loses to Becky and somewhat we make her number one contender. Yeah. If they do that, I still see it and as a Triple threat match, and I still don't think it's a big deal. I think it's great. That's a cool full uh, full uh, circle story too, because if you think about it, last year at WrestleMania, Charlotte handed Oscar her first loss, so it'd be like mm-hmm. kind of poetic justice that a year later, Oscar Oscar loses back again. You're and right, beats exactly. Oscar loses <laughs> nah, again because when it matters, Oscar doesn't. Lost, lost in all of this too is, is I just want to point out and. I get that people might not like Charlotte Flair, but she's doing fucking excellent work. She's just doing like her promos have gotten so much better. She's already had it in the ring, like the ring thing, just that's natural. But like her promos and her character, and I really like, 
I like Charlotte Flair now more than I ever have. So I, I just maybe it's because I have this new um, love for blondes. I don't know. But no, you're in your no, I think Charlotte again. deserves to win. Charlotte Flair, match. Charlotte Flair, like when you talk women's revolution evolution, the first name you have to say is Charlotte Flair. That's the first name you have to say. She the, deserves the, the it. She earned is, this main event if she's in. The it. whole thing is when it comes to Charlotte, right? She is undoubtedly one of, if not the greatest women's wrestler of all time already. And to kind of expand on what you mean by when you think of her name first for the revolution evolution. Yes, Bailey and Sasha kicked down the door. Yes, there were all these great matches. That was NXT. Um, that wasn't on No, but it's still that that kind of like, you know, kicked the door down. Yeah, yeah. And yes, we saw like evolution, Becky become this mega star. But in the company right now, if you were like, I need a great match out of somebody with almost anybody, pretty much anybody, and you could only pick one person, you're picking Charlotte because Charlotte has been consistent for like four to five years. Ever since she came up to the main roster, ever since that match she had with Natty in NXT, wrestling-wise, she's been consistent, and she's only evolved more because, like you said, she can actually cut a promo now, and she doesn't sound robotic, and she seems comfortable, and you could shift her healer baby face, or healer baby face at any point, and she could handle it, and she could she's knock it She's a much better heel, though, which she's is why much I've been loving heel, her the last But she could also be a baby face. Like, but Charlotte I- is the best women wrestler they have mm-hmm. in that company. Whether you like her or not, you have to kind of give her props for it. That's just what she does. And, right. and, and this is the thing. You go back to Charlotte, and then we're going to move on to the next topic. But when you go back to Charlotte and what we talked about last week, the greatness hate, I think it that's is. why she's a much better heel because she's she is undoubtedly the greatest female wrestler WWE has ever seen, and she's only been on the roster for like three years. So that's unheard of. That's never been seen before, and people can hate her for that because she's awarded every opportunity. But guess what? When you're the best at something – you get promotions, you yeah. get awards, and that's this is a company. People forget this is a corporation. When Issa is putting up numbers on her sales log or whatever, she gets promoted. She gets the opportunity. When you're putting on great matches for three years and you start getting better in every aspect of the game and you're the best one on that whole roster, you get awarded opportunities. And the whole and thing know- is if you want – true equality between the men and the women wrestlers <laughs> right right when it comes to uh vince mcmahon or whoever that the 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 corporation picking their champion you want something like charlotte because if you think about through our whole lives right we've seen stone cold we've seen the rock we've seen triple h Shawn michaels bret hart hulk hogan roman reigns john cena we've seen all these people where they're like that is clearly the guy Charlotte is clearly the woman. And if this that proves that the women stand toe-to-toe with the men because not only do they have great matches, not only will they most likely main event mania, but they have their person that is probably a locker room leader in the back that is probably the woman to go to if you have a question. And that's what Charlotte Flair is. And on top of that, which nobody even talks about anymore, and that's how good she fucking is, is the fact that that woman shed... The fact that she's Ric Flair's daughter. It's a second thought now. When she first yep. came up, everybody was like, of course, that's Flair's daughter. Yeah. Now that's just like an added on bonus. Like you talk about Charlotte, you show their matches. And then at the end of you showing her to somebody that doesn't know her, you, you go, go oh, yeah, she's Ric Flair's, Flair's daughter. daughter. But yep. you don't 
that's not the first thing that comes to your mind anymore. And when you first were introduced to her, that's all we thought about. I was guilty of it when she first came to NXT. Yeah, of course, it's Ric Flair's daughter. She's going to get pushed. No, she shed that image. And that's when she was Charlotte. For a long time, she didn't have the flair until she became who she is. And now she can own it because that's not mm -hmm. the image that she represents. I think that... Um, I think that Charlotte deserves it. I, I'm not mad. No matter what happens, whether it's the three of them or just a one-on-one, -on -one, I want it to be the three of them. I want it to be a triple threat. No DQ. I want them to go crazy. Two of the best women's matches I watched in the last year was Evolution, Becky versus Charlotte, and then um, Becky versus Ronda at Survivor Series. They beat the fuck out of each other in every, in, in both of those matches. So why not put them out there and let them go crazy? I, I, I can't wait. You mean Charlotte versus Ronda. You're getting ahead of yourself. Same thing. <laughs> you said Becky versus Ronda. Like, they fought a Survivor Series? Holy shit. No, no, no. <laughs> well, they were supposed to, but since they didn't, now we have this controversy. <laughs> From one hurt knee to another hurt knee, Seth Rollins sends a message to Brock Lesnar last night. This is the Seth Rollins I, I like. Um, this is reminds me why Seth Rollins is one of my top three guys. It's because the passion he had in the promo last night, he's... I never liked Seth Rollins as a face. I'm going to be honest with you. I love the cackling heel. Seth Rollins has made me bought in as a face the past six months. Last night's promo was awesome. Basically, David versus Goliath. But as long as I can stomp your face to the ground, I'm going to beat you. And that, that confidence was amazing. The Ambrose part was a little strange to me. Um, Ambrose comes out and just says... Slay the Beast. It's like, didn't you just fucking break up your... It's like, oh, it's it's a bad relationship. I, next week, they're going to have Mari moderate Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins because it's such a weird relationship. But I love what Seth Rollins said. You add Paul Heyman in. Paul Heyman does his annoying stick that everyone loves, but it gets old after a while because it's been the same thing. It's been thing. old for f two years, bro. The best I'm is so when Brock Lesnar cuts him off and says, Paul, say something stupid. That's when I love it. Like that when 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 Brock starts talking... Like, I want to see Brock cut those backstage promos where he's like, you're going to be laying in blood and you're pissed and all that stuff that he says. Like, I love that because it's still Brock cutting a promo, but he's not there, so he still gets the heat for not being there. But this whole thing feel has that big fight feel. And that's what matters. Is Seth Rollins versus Brock, when they walk out at WrestleMania and they go face-to-face, -face, it's a big fight feel. And Seth Rollins is someone who can carry this program with Paul Heyman through promos. Not many people can do that. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm a big Roman Reigns fan. He's my favorite. He can never kind of match up with Paul Heyman on the microphone. Seth Rollins has a different kind of enthusiasm, different kind of swagger about him, where when he cuts a promo and he interrupts Paul Heyman, the back and forth is a lot better. So my thing is, because I, I know Issa is probably going to be very positive about this, um, I hate this. I hate every fucking second of this. I hate it. It is boring me. I'm tired of seeing Paul Heyman come out and cut promos. Like when Lesnar leaves, I want him to leave. I just he need I need a break from the fucking same promo with the same cadence, with the same punchlines, with the same like tricking the fans and thing. I don't I'm I don't care. And like I understand that it's they're doing the whole underdog thing again and I'm gonna do this and it's like I don't I don't feel like, like I, Seth, the, I don't feel like Seth is the underdog as much as I think that he's just the he's the guy that's gonna win or die trying. And I no, I, that's it is, and, I, that, and that's awesome. The match is going to be incredible. We know this. I'm not talking about the match. I'm talking about in the sense of, I, it's it's not doing anything 
that's different, right? We've seen Lesnar yeah. have these same type of yeah, build-ups to matches. So, like, to me, yet again, give me something else from Lesnar. Don't give me Heyman coming out. Give me maybe when Lesnar shows up for a show, you film all these vignettes with him or these backstage promos, like you said, and make me hype. And I understand they're probably kind of taking this step-by-step step to kind of uh, make that, like, last three- to four-week push after Chamber and, you know, after Fastlane, I don't know how many weeks between Fastlane and Mania, but then you really start to ramp it up and you and I can get hyped. I can still get hyped for this, but where we are sitting right now, I don't care. Give me Seth Rollins in some matches where he's showing well, he, how he much it means he to He can't him. right now. He's hurt. Well, oh, then, well then keep then him off TV. They're, they're, See, these yeah, are my they're. two top favorite guys, right? My top three are Roman, Brock, and Seth. And Brock and Seth are probably tied for first place, so I'm very, very torn on this. But I will tell you one wow, thing. For on. the last two years, I gotta call years, Shinsuke real quick. He's gonna <laughs> the reason why <laughs> the last two years has felt old is because everybody's doing the same thing. We just had a heartfelt, oh my God, believe in Finn Balor. It was the exact same bullshit yeah, from yeah. everybody mm -hmm. that has fought Brock Lesnar. Everybody, even from Braun Strowman, Roman Reigns, everybody just comes out there and says the same thing that Seth said. I mean, nobody offered to sell their soul to the devil, granted, right? But it is the same thing. So I want somebody to come out and say, I'm done talking. You do all the talking because that's all you ever do, Paul Heyman. We'll meet at WrestleMania and taking the fuck off TV until he's better. I know that's your that's not even your main event at this point. They and you're not invested in Seth Rollins. You gave sold. him a whole 10 minutes in the middle of the show. You're not invested in him. Yeah. So it wouldn't hurt for him to come out and say, I'm not going to stand here and tell you I'm going to slay the beast because that's what the past 15 people have done. I'm actually going to do it. Drop the mic. Walk away. We'll see you at Mania. That's what I need. They should have sold if he's hurt. Where he's proving it. Like, this means everything to me. Prove it to me. Show me. Give me some Rocky at. videos. Yeah, give me, give some, me some Rocky like, Exactly. <laughs> Build him up like Rocky. You know show those workouts that that man does? Put, put Seth Rollins in a gym and show That's how he's I'm working saying, dude, for because it. Because like you said, it's something different. Uh, we're, we're tired of seeing the same promo cut on Lesnar. It, it Because whether Seth or Brock deliver or whether Seth wins or loses, that's not the point, right? That's night of. It, it'll be great. But... I think you have to get us hype. And right now, it is being heavily, heavily overshadowed by everything that Becky, Ronda, and Charlotte are doing. Mm -hmm. And when it's pretty much the main men's title in the company, we can all agree on that, right? You, It needs to feel bigger. In yeah. all and I agree I agree with the promo thing. I do think that that is the, the promos that we get. But I just feel like Seth Rollins' confidence when he cut those promos. I'm, talking about, I'm not even talking about the match. I'm just talking about Seth as a face. Mm -hmm. I bought into him saying it more than I bought into Finn and more than I bought into Braun. And maybe it's just because he has that that passion and that swagger about him. But you're right. It is the same thing every single time with Brock Lesnar. And instead of being like, I'm just I'm not going to talk about it. I'm going to be about it. My biggest right. problem is if this dude's hurt, he took six F5s, take him off TV for three weeks. Let yeah. him, you know, let him rest and let him build the story even maybe more. have lesnar fight somebody at chamber seth comes out to make the save after like something where it gets people it's like exciting because you don't really get to see seth right you you don't know what's going on is he hurt right how hurt is he they could have did you the know, whole thing where is he gonna the problem make it is that because they did it last they yeah. did it last year because he was actually hurt because of the whole samoa joe thing i don't yeah. think they want to play the whole uh, is said going to make it to his match or not because we kind of had that um not last year i'm sorry the year Two before with triple h, h remember yeah. yeah so it's uh, i i don't know i just can't 
I what I bought into what that said say because I did I liked his delivery. Yeah, right. That's, that's I'm just tired of the that, same of the same right, promo yeah. being cut up broke. It's getting old. I like the delivery. I like the fact that he said, I don't care if it's my last match ever, I'm getting it done just to save wrestling. That I liked. I like the delivery of that. That being said, it just like we have to and, and I understand that that's how they build my beastie, right? To the whole point where everybody's gonna come and I'm gonna slay the beast and I fail. So when it happens it's a big moment. I just I just I needed to just Gaston. I just need I need to see it. Slaying the beast, it didn't work. You never slay the beast. I just need to see it happen. I'm tired of hearing that it'll happen. Yeah. Well, um, I, I I also, so I put it in the Patreon chat about how I think WrestleMania will end, but that's because I had a dream about it. So the other night I had a dream that we were all at WrestleMania together, and it's Seth versus Brock. Brock puts him up for the third F five. Ref bump. The, the good old ref bump, right? Out of nowhere, out of the crowd, Roman Reigns comes, hits a spear. Seth Rollins hits the stomp. One, two, three. That's the first time we see Roman since his announcement. Him and him and Seth stand in the middle of the ring, holding the belt up. That's your that's your image at WrestleMania right there for, for the men's You're title. Not, I don't think they're going to do that unless Dean is involved and you make it like a shield thing and, and stuff like that. I just, I just want to see Reigns. I'm sorry. I, don't, I saw Reigns' picture, and, 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 and now that's all I'm thinking about. Me. <laughs> I don't want to see don't Roman back. back until he's back. Like I don't want to see a tease. I don't imagine. See... Imagine the one WrestleMania that everybody thinks is not going to close with Roman it ends closed. up with Roman racing so much. That would be that'd be yeah. crazy. Like, listen, if it happens, I'd be super hyped. I'd cry. I'd be super excited. But if, yeah. if we're booking this the right way, I want Roman to come back. On his own time, on his own terms, and yes, it would be incredible to have that moment with the shield in the ring because I think if they do that, they do it with all three. And I think they will maybe Dean is, is actually it leaving. is Dean's last thing. Maybe you never know. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Maybe they do it, but like for me, I think it's more important to kind of keep Roman away altogether and just and bring I get him that. back. I get if that. If there's any hope of saving, they wouldn't do that. They this do guy's that. popularity with anybody, fans, whoever, right? It's let him stay away until he's ready. Because then once he comes back in the ring, if he hits a spear on Lesnar or does any type of physical activity, it's like, well, he he can be back. So this this whole storyline of Roman having cancer was fake to get Seth over it. And it's like, stupid it, shit like he, that. He, it's not that he's not cleared to wrestle. The guy's not cleared to be on the road 360 days a year. That's like, what I'm saying. Like the guy can still be physical. He still goes to the gym. Um, and he looked great. He just did a signing. And I think that's why I had that dream because I'm like, I just want Roman back. It's hard when your favorite's not on TV. It really is. I'm gonna be honest with you. I guess I they're they're being so closed off with what he is going through and whatever he is doing, right? I, I, I shared this on Twitter recently when I went through my treatments. I worked. Um I was not allowed to work out. So he's still going to the gym, so good for him. But could I do normal everyday things? Yes. Could I be physical? No, not like yeah. that. So the fact that he's been seeing around and people even throwing the idea that this whole thing is fake is bullshit. I, hate I worked like, through yeah. through I worked through two rounds of chemo and my job um, I was very lucky that they made me a special schedule so that I could do what I needed to do and still be able to work. But people see you doing the normal day to day things and they're like, Yeah, you're set. fine. Yeah. No, you're fine. I was I was beating my ass every day just to make it to work, right? So you don't know where he stands or what kind of treatments he's having. But it, you're not fucking handicapped. That being said, I don't think that he's I could he throw a spear and not take a bump himself yeah but why do that if he can't come back 
Maybe just in case he doesn't come back. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just thinking. I'm thinking. Just listen. It was a dream. All right. I had a dream. <laughs> he had a dream. Plus, in I don't all want WrestleMania to close like that. that. It needs to close with the ladies. No, no matter no, what, no, it needs no, to close with the ladies. Cl- and listen, it should close with those because Becky, Charlotte, and Ronda, like Phil said, are the only thing the internet is talking. The revival won the tag titles that lasted like three minutes online. <laughs> revival won. Okay, here's Becky. Everyone, shut up. Becky's on. Oh, I hate yeah. Charlotte Flair. Oh, Ronda Rousey. We all forgot the revival. I have one. never like I have never been all about women's wrestling and this and that because you guys know back in the day I didn't feel like it was serious no. and now that I actually take it seriously it, it just feels like a huge moment for me as a woman and I will feel so robbed if this is the one time that it doesn't feel like they're pushing it like it's organic it can really no, close it, the show close and everybody's this, invested. This isn't the I will feel so robbed if the ladies it, do not close WrestleMania like it's not even funny. Like there I know a lot will be a uh, yeah. fucking Yeah, I know that there's been like the time this isn't the yeah. with it being mania and it being in a wrestling town like New York and, and double, AEW, or, double or nothing in the month double after. or nothing being yeah, a month later and, like and this and, isn't even about the whole Roman closing fiasco where everybody nah. was having a fit no it just needs to be the woman closing mm-hmm. it's the one this I feel like moment. it might be the one and only time that it could be done without feeling like WWE is pushing the women again because mm-hmm. of because it's the right thing to do no 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 it's the story that we all want to see and if mm-hmm. it doesn't close mania I'm going to be so upset it's a member, right a member of do, the new day because they're women by the way it's Surprise topic. Surprise Uh-oh. topic. A member of the New Day will be replacing yeah. uh, Mustafa Ali. So there goes your Cien Almas. But back to your point. <laughs> well, I'm not watching that match. I just wanted to, to ruin your night. I, uh, I, I, I will keep... If Cien Almas is not going to win, then there's nothing wrong with keeping him away from it. Too. You know what I mean? So there, there's well, two it sides was more, it. it. was more... I don't necessarily care about that match. I was uh, kind of hoping it was Bray Wyatt. Honestly, that'd be cool. Listen, it, where's some, Bray Wyatt? Works? I thought he was going to eight. He should. <laughs> I thought he was starting, starting a family. family. Yeah. <laughs> Him and JoJo, right? Yeah. Has JoJo been on TV? You know what's funny about um, no. all of this too is like I just ruined Phil's night. Oh. Just like at the Grammys when he found out the Post Malone could actually sing, he was like, "Oh fuck, god damn it!" What the fuck? Why? I told here's, you Post Malone my, could sing. He, you always say, "Oh, he's trash. He's garbage." I said, "No, he's a really yo." He is movie. because his songs highlight him as being trash because they put that stupid fucking effect on his voice the dude is actually a good singer let him sing he sounded so good live with a guitar and just singing no effect on his voice as someone who is a licensed audio engineer okay little shit like that bothers me and this dude is over here singing with fucking auto-tune when he can actually sing that was t-pain doesn't make any sense no t-pain could sing right? yep yeah no he couldn't yes sing. he can that's why he used auto-tune no Listen, i've heard him sing live He's you're terrible. nuts you're nuts i'll show you a video he can sing Whatever. The point is, T Pain's whole gimmick was the auto tune. He thing. started that. Post Malone is actually un like he's really talented. Yeah, Post Malone can play guitar. Issa's, and and shout out to um, the world eyes. being very upset because uh, a country singer won album of the year. Who won it? Casey Lit. Musgraves. Casey Musgraves. Yo, she's Lit. so hot. Lit. I fell in love. Yo, and how tight? How tight were you when I was like your boy Kane Brown coming up and then he just presented? I know. <laughs> I, I knew that. I told you. I was like, yo, Dan and Shay though, because Dan and Shay are my dudes. Yo, and, and, and shout out to me and Issa because Camila Cabello killed that opening. Yo, you know my I mean? biggest problem with the Grammys was Dan and Shay. was lit. Dan and Shay had to go after Alicia Keys fucking tore it down. And I was like, yeah. come on. Why you got to put yeah. my boys in that position yep. where Alicia Keys just shows she's the most talented musician in the world. And now here's Dan and Shay. It's like, what the fuck, bro? It's yeah, like you got to follow Jordan that? in a dunk contest. <laughs> hey, that's true. 
You ain't lying. I didn't watch. Well, it was great. It was actually pretty good this year. I like I like award shows. I'm one of those guys. Yeah, we 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 like watch the red carpet and all that. It's it's fun. It's cute. I didn't watch the red carpet. I I was watching something else. So um, real quick before we uh, before we move on, uh, surprise topic. Uh, put the new day thing. Um, I hope it's Biggie. That's all I'm gonna say. I hope it's Biggie. Um, going back to our rundown for tonight, the revival did win the tag titles, and I want to touch on it a little bit. Um, how you feeling, Phil? I mean, listen, I I like the revival. I think they're only doing this to keep people happy, and I I I, I don't really like it because I don't see any like the match was great. I went back and watched it. Fucking that tag match was great, but it's like, what's next for them? What can you do with them? And I just think they put these on them to be like, here, you know, it's like when your daughter's upset and you're like, well, here, no, have a cupcake, just be happy, just stop whining. And that's that's kind of what I that's, so I don't me, feel like the revival were supposed to win the tag titles. I feel like okay, you're unhappy. We're gonna give you this push now. That's how I feel. Well, for me, like you know, the revival are, you know, they were my favorite tag team at one point. I think the Usos are, are slowly starting to kind of take that over again. I kind of go back and forth between the Usos and the, and the, the revival, Usos. but um, I do I do. However, like I am excited they won the tag titles. Very excited. Um, you know, shout out to Carrie. She was super excited about it. And I know Nick was excited about it, too. My thing is, uh, a title reign is only as good as your opponent, right? And, and I think that's a big thing. Um, I think that's the issue with Asuka right now. She's kind of not doing anything. I think that was the issue with AJ Styles. They kind of drilled his opponents into the ground. We didn't really care about his title run. So my biggest fear with the Revival is not them leaving the company, is not them ever even having a chance to win the titles. It's them winning the titles. And them meaning nothing. A- AOP, right. the authors of Pain won the tag team titles. Name me one of their great feuds that they had. They didn't. And then Chad Gable, they give this dude a new partner every six months, and he either wins a title or is contending for it. And it's just like it doesn't, it doesn't mean anything. And we're going into Mania, and the way that it looks, the SmackDown tag titles would be on Mania, yeah. and the Raw tag titles would just be in the Andre the Giant match. So if that's all that the Revival were going to be in that match, then really this title reign didn't mean anything it was cool for the record books it was cool for sasha and bailey's instagram for them to post pictures in the revival shirts and be very excited for their friends winning but other than that it really kind of meant nothing i i never cared for them um but i will say that the one thing that i thought was very exciting about this match was finally seeing a good tag team match on the main shows because the crowd was so dead when that started i was I think I was, like, playing with Roman. I wasn't paying attention. In the middle of that match, everybody was all in. The crowd got so hot. And that's when you remember, holy shit, why aren't we doing more with tag team wrestling? So that was exciting, in my opinion. Um, That being said, is where it goes from here. Because they went through so much to get the titles. I wouldn't put it past them to take them right off of them next week. So I have to see where it goes before I can. There's no competition on Raw. That's the problem. Because one of the other member, either Akum or Razor, I get them confused. Acom's hurt, so th- it's not AOP, right? And fucking Raw is like a mixed match challenge of tag teams that are there, and so it doesn't make any sense. This is why, like, I can't wait till it, April, whatever, fourteenth and fifteenth. Yeah, so we can switch the rosters up and stuff it, like that. Gonna, and maybe they're gonna we can fight. Get they're gonna the fight um, Kurt Angle and Braun Strowman for the titles yeah. at Mania. <laughs> I'm gonna, f- sh- I'm gonna fucking yo. I, but you know what? You know what? I hope they do. You know why? Because Mania is gonna be 57 hours long. We need our bathroom breaks. That is my. No, that's Dean Ambrose, at least for me. 
Well, no, that's one. It's 57 wow. hours long. You that's need multiple true. We need bathroom two. breaks. We need two, right? right? I have a weak. I have a weak bladder. I need to go four, five, six times. I just, I can't wait until Issa tries to get up for Dean Ambrose. And I trip her down the fucking steps because she's gonna, she's gonna sit down and watch that match. <laughs> I'm not gonna watch that match. I'll be like, oh hey. man. Guys, stop it. I bought my Dean ticket. I'm excited. I get to finish my shield belt. This means No, something. I'm excited for you to meet him. I'm I know excited I've for heard you Dean too. Ambrose is an incredible guy to meet. He's super cool. But for me at this stage of Shout wrestling. Shut up for me and Phil who will be meeting Ronda Rousey. I was ready to spend five hundred dollars on Phil like he was my girlfriend. So thank no you, comment. Isa. I mean, it would be nice if no someone comment. did Issa's the best. If someone did anything nice for me. Isa number one. I mean you Issa have to is finish bad. it. <laughs> Issa number one, one day one day. I'll get I'll get some kind of fucking gift in life, but you know what? My gift comes out. What gift? The gift that Nikki Bella knows who you are and recognizes you when you meet her. My gift is well, I shouldn't meet her more than once, Phil. Right? Um, no, you shouldn't. My gift no. is that on Valentine's Day at noon, I'll have my brand new chalk line jacket. And that's all I care about. Hey. Oh, that's when it comes out. Yep, Valentine's Day. How fitting? Lit. How fucking fitting that. I get my Nikki Bella jacket on Valentine's. They're Day. making a Carmelo one. That's a fun fact. That's cool. That's cool. I, I'm definitely getting Is that. Is it coming one. out on Valentine's Day? I wanted Day? the Rousey one. <laughs> no, well, maybe, maybe you know what? Maybe Issa, Issa, get him that too when you're at it. Since, since you know, I'm just a forgotten member here. I, I have to hustle for my own meet and greets. And he's like, "Oh, I got the, you." Issa, got Issa you. kept, Issa kept me from fucking kicking the chair out from under yeah. me that day. So. <laughs> It, it really it was more for the 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 sanity and the production value of the show <laughs> why were you you're i know you're upset i know you're upset i was upset and, and mm-hmm. i even t- i was i was upset because i i didn't get the tickets and because my favorite can i just show the text on the chat it says we need to find a way to cheer film up that's what i text isa <laughs> Yeah, and my favorite fact. part when I was like, "Cheer the fuck up!" and he's all like, first of all, I like being emo." <laughs> I like being emo. I like being sad. All right? It was one of those things like you know when you're like really sad and you're like you're you know it like takes over you and you just kind of want to sit there and like I was in the passenger seat of a FedEx truck being trained in cold weather and I had no service on my phone and of course somehow Issa's fucking text still goes through iMessage and it, she and I, I just smiled so big and I was like, oh. I was enjoying being sad. Now, well, now you know what? Sad. Now I'm just going to be the salty, sad guy who feels like I'm left out of everything. Rumble parties. Well, I, 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 I only did that. I only did that because I, I don't want Phil to be mad at me when I'm meeting Becky and said yet again the day before. That's right. This is a lesson to everybody listening to the show. <laughs> Bitch and moan on Twitter because it works out. Let them know. <laughs> you know I, I Let it be known that. If, if fucking Bella Twins do a signing mania weekend anywhere, I'm leaving both your motherfuckers. I don't care, okay? The Bella Twins stuff isn't going to sell out, though. They always sell out, bro. Really? Yeah, are they, they are they a th- they over $1,000 on StubHub? And then they get put on StubHub, not. and you can buy them for like 60 bucks yeah. that day. They, yeah, but that's not selling out. Scalpers is not selling out. The tickets are sold. The tickets are sold. Yeah, no, I just can't believe count. that there's over 30 tickets on StubHub for Rousey, and, and they're at 650 to to 1000 Yeah. I guarantee you they'll go down when the day off when people are trying to get rid of them and realize nobody was paying those then prices. Maybe, it always maybe happens. I'll buy For it. every access, it always happens. Maybe I'll buy one. Who knows? Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> Just be if you're around, Cody like if you're and, an access. And Brittany at, at NXT by themselves waiting for us. Yeah, right. No, I, yeah, well, that's the thing. Uh, Nicole's not coming now because I, she has I don't know how work. you're going to do that. Like, yeah. Nicole. You have to be first in line. For Rousey, and you're like, 
See, the thing of it is, is where the place is, even if you take an Uber over to Barclays, is the time of the day on a Friday night traffic in Brooklyn. I, yeah. Props to you. I'm not going to NXT. I'm not even trying that. Well, I hope you have fun on your date next yeah. on the dirt sheets. Um, the Elimination Chamber <laughs> is this weekend, as we have alluded to. Um, I just want to talk about the Women's Tag Team Championship belts. Oh and <laughs> Biggie just came out with a piece of meat like this big. I don't know what the fuck that is. I'm sorry, but it, I'm shocked. Um, Biggie has a huge piece of meat. You don't know what it is. I could probably take a guess. No, I don't know um, what I it is. Um, but the Elimination Chamber for the Women's Tag Championships, uh, the new Women's Tag Championships, are are on the line. Um, everything that I'm seeing now, you just put Sasha and Bailey in the underdog role. They're going in first. I think they win. I still, I just think, I, I think they win. I don't understand how that's even the underdog go, position because number two is in the same yeah, that's spot. Well, so well, they, like, yeah, but they, you know, <laughs> but Mandy and uh, Sonya, so Mandy stupid. and Sonya are number two, and you know that Mandy will take the pen because whatever. Uh, I just. It's got to be, and I, and I stand on this fucking platform, give it to the Iconics, even if, even if they lose it the next night on Raw. I yeah, don't no, care. they're still tall tonight, so you know what that they're means done. in wrestling world. Yep. Yeah. It's going to be Sasha and Bailey. <laughs> it, it's going to be Sasha and Bailey because... Maybe Tamina and Nia Jax. Who gives Whoa, a Wait, fu- what did they call them? The Samoan... It is. The Samoan Slaughterhouse. When they called... It sounds like a restaurant. Them, I was, just, I was like, dad break. A delicious... A delicious slaughterhouse. I'm yeah, down. Slaughterhouse <laughs> is a great group. Give it to a real tag team, please. Tag Not, team and I understand game. Sasha and Bailey. No one deserves it more than them. They're best friends, and they created the sport of wrestling. And they created the TV. <laughs> they created the WWE network. They coded it. No one deserves it more than them. But let other women make history. Give it to the Iconics. Let them be a trivia question. Who's the first ever women's champion? The Iconics. And then they fucking lost it two seconds later. I don't give a shit. Just let them be a part of history. That's how I feel. It's a nice thought. I I think. I don't know because they're still fastling. I think that if you give it to a heel team, whether it's the Iconics, right, or not, I think if you give it to a heel team, it, it will be a nice moment to see maybe Sasha and Bailey win it at Mania. That would be great. So, that would be fantastic. Uh, in front of that crowd, in front of yeah. people who, listen, who as much them. as I don't mm-hmm. like Sasha, her tickets sold out pretty much instantly. And there's a lot of people I know that didn't get tickets for her either. Sold out because of Bailey. Well, yeah, probably. <laughs> but the, the, the point is that, like, you can give them that huge moment on, main, on the Mania stage and you can kind of catapult them into their own, into being, like, the leaders of that division. And that's completely right. fine. See, here's my thing but, is, like, I if you're going to bring the Bellas the back for anything, and this is just... This is just me being a Bella fan. It's like, why wouldn't you? The, the the girls that are like known as the 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 women's tag team in wrestling. Why don't you bring them back for this? Even if they lose, then give it to them at Mania. Bellas versus nah, Sasha and Bailey. This is fine. The Iconics I, lose at Fastlane. It's no, just give it I, to I just someone think for the first different. ever. You should have put the Bellas in there, and if the Iconics pin them, it's the passing of the torch. That's just what I think. But. It's it's a good idea, so but it, it's still gonna it, probably go to Sasha and Bailey because fucking fuck. It's gonna be a great match. I'm just excited for it. Um, I think the belts are awesome, so it's gonna be great. Now let's cross on over. We just spent 50 minutes on WWE, so we'll spend the last 10 on stuff outside WWE. It looks like, and it sounds like, Double or Nothing has sold out already through presale. 
I think they're mm-hmm. going to release a couple more tickets, but I think that venue is pretty sold and they out. Have a, I don't know if you've watched um, uh, the Double or yeah. Nothing. I think uh, Brother Daryl is texting yep. us about mm-hmm. it. There are three official matches. It's Nyla Rose, there, Britt Baker, three... and what's her name? Uh, Kylie, Kylie Ray. And then Pac. it's uh, Omega versus Jericho, and then Pac versus Hangman. And then Cody does have a match. They showed a teaser in a Double I think, or Nothing. I still think, uh, it's, Cody I think it's his brother. Gold dust. I think it would be great. Um, that'd be a great, fantastic match. Um, I, I, it, double or nothing is looking to be very similar to what all in, just with less. I don't want to say less talent, but like every well, match isn't going to be like a who's yeah. who of talent because the women's match is like compared to the last okay. one with Tessa and Chelsea. That's what I'm saying. And- That's what I'm saying. So it's like they're, but they're. I think they're they're gonna as a show. I think it's still going to really show, be really, really here's good. Here's my question. I'm going to throw it over to you guys because um, I do the the ES for Elite show. But do you think this, this is just a fad where they're selling out this quick? Or do you think this continues? Because as the schedule seemed to leak, they have five or five, four shows, four or five shows before TV tapings. They have one in June. They have one in July. They have one in September. So four shows from now until their TV tapings. Does this trend continue? Does it just sell out? Does it keep selling out? Is this must-see? What do you think happens here? Or do you think it's just like people are just excited for something new and we'll see how it goes? Or do you think like the diehards are going to keep traveling to these shows? I think that with all the – with the way that WWE has kind of kept the company going in a certain direction while – the sport of wrestling has evolved the last couple of years. I think that it created these diehard fans. You know, I, I'll call them the all-in fans. It, it's created these all-in fans, bullet club fans, who love all wrestling outside of the company and who want to, just something different, right? So I think those type of fans will keep buying these pre-sale tickets because it's it's like the cool thing, right? One show. When's the next show? I don't know. So we need to go to this show. I think where we'll really see what, the, what AEW is made of is those TV tapings? I think TV tapings are fucking stupid. When when you, I don't like them, I, I think you need to be I live. Think I think, I'm sorry. I think I, they're I, going to be live. Hopefully. No, I think you it need to be live because the the one. So NXT has TV tapings because it's a developmental system, and there's a lot of people on that brand that need you know two or three oppor- uh, you know chances. Think of Jackson Stryker or whatever his name is, and the Forgotten Sons not being able to hit his finisher. Like these are people who are still developing, right? Um, mixed with great wrestlers like Matt hey, Riddle and, and Matt Riddle. everybody, right? So, but what I'm saying is like AEW. What makes them cool? What makes them stand out? Is it's must see. Like you must see all in. You must see double or nothing because you don't know what's going to happen if the tapings are. If they do it NXT style and they do four tapings in one night then you know what's going to happen and you know the surprises and you know you can hear reports and see pictures of how the crowd reacts. I think that is what makes them so kind of must-see TV is what's going to happen, who's going to show up, this and this. If they keep that live, I think they'll be fine. I think Double or Nothing is going to be another hit. I think their Jacksonville, Jacksonville show will be fine. It's just what happens and with that's TV. What I, think, is I, think, I, think this becomes, I think this becomes the norm until we get – those WWE style pay-per-views where you're doing a one every month, then it's hard to keep up. Uh, Issa, what do you think? I think that a lot of those tickets had the same issue that we were oh, talking about last week. I saw someone selling week. five of them for 500 There's, bucks a piece. Um, 
there's oh over 2,000 tickets guy. available on StubHub right now. So a lot of it went to bots and scalpers. So, I mean, the tickets sold out. We just talked about that. The tickets sell. Who they go to, whether it's fair yeah, or not, so. they sold. And that's what matters, right? But a lot of it went to resale Which value, not actual fans like buying it. You, um, that should be illegal to sell a ticket. Like, if, it, that's yeah. just bullshit. Like, I, I shouldn't be able to charge you $500 for a $100 ticket. That should be illegal. That's just... Right, but I mean, I, I don't, I'm, I don't want to be the evil one that goes, "Hey, they're not selling; it's just other people buying it." Because that happens at all in too. And guess what? Some people made a lot of money because StubHub still ended up selling their their end of it, right? I think that, I think that Double or Nothing is doing a lot of smart marketing. I think they went for the smartest city for their crowd. They have grown people traveling. What's better than fucking party city, Vegas, a, a city that. WWE never really brings anything big outside of that money in the bank that one year. Not they, they only brought in Ross or SmackDowns, you know. So I, I think the excitement of this one, is it, it will follow through maybe to the second show. I think the roster has to grow because how many times are you going to have these 15 people fight each other before somebody goes, ah, okay, we've seen it, you know. And and that's just me just giving you a different perspective. You guys know that I'm not no, but I, big I, into this, but thing. I want to go to Double or Nothing. So... Uh, and the reason why I want to go is just because it's in Vegas. It's not even because I care. And Jericho. I love Jericho. But it's just because it's in Vegas. So my opinion, if you go with the smart cities, people Chicago, will go to it. Philadelphia, New York, Boston, L.A. No, I see that the cities that you, Jacksonville will do better. The cities that you're mentioning are cities that I can watch wrestling on a on a normal yeah, basis but, so but, i wouldn't travel i wouldn't travel for philly for an oh, for an but, AEW but show is I what would. i'm trying to tell and, you well i mean i know a lot of diehards yeah but too, that's and that's but you like aw i'm talking about it they're oh, trying oh, if they're to target someone you, like yeah, me if you're you trying to do, bring a new viewer like panama city beach yeah you know what i mean like yeah you don't want to you don't want to come to yeah. new york because i can watch wrestling here every weekend you gotta do yeah if you ask me why if you ask me why are you considering double or nothing it's just the city so it, they got to be smart about what they target, that people can see WWE two, three times a year. Because if you go somewhere that I can see WWE whenever yep. I want, I'm not going to travel for it. They need to understand with that 100%, I do agree with you, mm -hmm. and that they need to concentrate on building a foundation. Because over the next three to five years, the people who are on the indies, the Tessas, the, you know, the, the Lucha Bros, LEX, I'm naming all people from Impact, so right. I don't really watch, right? But, like, even like Jay White, who we'll talk about in a second, like, these people, their contracts are going to start coming to an end. And you need to not only offer them the opportunity to make a lot of money, to have benefits, and, you know, to be on a big uh, cable deal, which I'm sure they'll have a big TV deal and stuff like that, to be a part of a diehard fan base, but, like you said, give them the option to wrestle more than three people in their division. Give them... The option of a foundation. This is the foundation of the company. Now, Tesla can come in and wrestle 10 different girls instead of the three that they have really right now. Right. And and right. and this isn't a shot of Britt Baker because I am a I'm a big fan of Britt Baker. I like her, but like Britt Baker's not that's a star. What, that's We've what talked I talked about, about on this. Kylie Ray is, is and the other girl Nyla Rose. They're, they're not, not women they're not stars. stars. They're not women stars. Right when yeah. you we had Tessa, Madison Rain, Britt Baker, and Chelsea Green. Madison Rain was a champion for a long time with TNA. Tessa is Tessa. We know she's a star. Chelsea Green is a very popular character that got even more popular that night. And Britt Baker. You know, I hate to say this, but her pop was because she came out to Adam Cole's song. So right. it's like, and Britt Baker's a good wrestler. And I think with the whole dentist thing, and She's if they push her, I think she could be a huge star. Like you, 
She can be a huge star yeah, for them, but, you but need a as of where, where right we stand now. right now, you need a star right now. I know. Now. As there's no yeah. star that they and have. That's right why now. I said. That's right. why I said on the ES for Elite is, like, and that's that's what I said about the male roster too. Yes, you have Kenny Omega and all that, and for the wrestling community, that's the best free agent you could have. But when well, I explain it, this it to my who father, in the women's division is MJF? No, exactly. When I ex- nobody, there's nobody who's generating when, interest. When I like explained that. to my father. Who doesn't watch this? Who's a casual wrestling? I go, oh, they got Kenny Omega. He goes, oh, I heard about them. I never watched them. Oh, they have the Young Bucks. Oh, I, I heard about them. I never. Oh, I, they have Chris Jericho. Oh, no, I you know, need the I big know name. Chris what Jericho. Did I, yeah. But it's like now you need a you need another like Chris Jericho is going to draw interest because you, you want another. if you want this company to make revenue and succeed, you have to bring new viewers. Yeah. You cannot rely on just the hardcores no, that have need, been following you, you. And you just and I just told you, hey, listen, maybe I'll throw in the first show. It's on a holiday weekend. It's my it's my second favorite city. Why not? But if you don't reel me in after that, I don't know if I'm staying. And I don't know that what they have right now will make and me stay. But what did I say? It was the city and it was Jericho. So you have to be smart where you book your who? shows and who you're booking at those And, and that's the thing is like, and you can, whatever, the dirt sheets are saying they're talking to this person this day, this person this day. But say they do somehow get a Batista to wrestle for them. Just I'm just throwing a name <laughs> off the top from some of my show. Just oh, say, but I don't think it's gonna happen. But if I'm flipping through the channels and I'm a casual viewer of professional wrestling and I see Batista wrestling or Chris Jericho wrestling, I'm mm-hmm. gonna go. Even yeah, even I this? hate to say it, even Randy yeah, Orton. What, what, yeah, what, you will stop. What's, this? what's mm-hmm. this? You gotta stop. That's how WCW garnished interest. It's like you came because you saw Hogan and Macho, but then you discovered Chris Jericho, Rey Mysterio, Goldberg, all them. So it's like. That's how you right. have to gauge interest, and and I think um, I think they're gonna do it, but we'll see. Well, yeah, yeah we'll I see. don't. I, I I would I would love to see who the, if they get a Batista, who do you put him against? Me, who I mean, he's so much bigger than all those guys, I'm, and I'm not I mean, trying to bring I would back do the Batista whole versus Brian guys. Cage. Okay. I would do okay. If they get Brian Cage, though, if they get Brian, right. I'm just talking about yeah. the people that we know I, they I think have they now. Sign Brian Cage because you need muscle, you, and it sucks because yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like. Mm-hmm. People who sign with Ring of Honor that, like, I wish Jeff Cobb, like, Jeff Cobb would be fucking awesome there. You know what I mean? You have guys that are on Ring of yeah. Honor. They, like, they definitely didn't miss out well, on, they like, missed a, out on a lot of people that went to NXT. A, a crop of talent. The the Jeff Cobbs, the Jordan Graces, the Flip Gordons, these people who just yeah, NXT, signed NXT, Punishment, like Martinez, Matt Riddle. Matt Riddle yeah. is going to be a star in the WWE. And I'm not just saying that because he's my buddy. Like, that guy, his pop yeah. is Listen, insane. I was... I was at, um, and, and I'm sure me and MJ will talk about it on this week's episode of Who Got Next. So make sure you guys check that out. Uh, it aired yesterday when you hear this on Saturday. But um, I will say for the people listening to this show, um, you know, we were there in Poughkeepsie. Um, and Riddle, so there were there were two people who got unbelievably loud ovations from a crowd who, if you guys follow me or MJ on Twitter, you understood that it was a very casual audience who did not know who any of these wrestlers were, who were sa- who literally only knew who Candice LeRae, Johnny Gargano, and Velveteen Dream were. They didn't know anybody else in that, and that's surprising, right? But um, yeah, and, and and they were saying shit about female refs. It was a very like old school wrestling crowd, and it was very weird for me. Uh, it's been a very long time since I sat in a crowd like that. But what I'm trying to say is, there's two performers who got unbelievable ovations one being velveteen dream who's the biggest face in nxt right now i it proved it to me that night and matt riddle opened the show and he had an incredible match 
and I'm trying to think who he wrestled. Oh, he wrestled Dijak. They, and that and when they came out, everyone was doing the bro champ. Everybody was having a good time. When the match started, they you know Dijak got a lot of offense in, and you know the crowd was kind of quiet. And then Riddle started to kind of go does off that and be Riddle up. that yeah, we he know. Hawks up. Yeah, and the crowd went fucking ballistic for him. He ends up winning the match, and it was honestly the loudest the crowd was until the main event, which was Velveteen versus Gargano for the North American Championship, which had a Tommaso running there, you know, and Velveteen Dream is, is a character. You, you know, he was doing a very Hulk Hogan-like match, running around the ring, you know, hulking up, getting the crowd involved. So the fact that Riddle is that popular, and, and AEW yeah. could have had Riddle be their you number gotta one. Fi- you got to yeah. look at AEW, who they've missed out on in a year. Because people didn't know the landscape was changing. People did not know the landscape was about to change. And I'm not saying that it's changing where it's like, this is direct competition. Because I can't say it's competition until you prove that, you know, women lie, men lie, the numbers don't lie. Show me the numbers and then I'll tell you your competition. But it's an alternative for people to work where they can get those pushes that some feel they deserve. Or some feel like they might get lost in the shuffle NXT. It might take them out of that discussion and put them in another one because AEW is offering very fair contracts. So Mm -hmm. that's where I'm saying where it creates that alternative. But I'm excited. I mean, it's an exciting time for wrestling. And then you have Japan. And I know New Japan is um, feeling the effects of AEW leaving. You know, with, with, with Bucks leaving, Cody leaving, Kenny Omega signing there. You know, they've lost a crop of talent but one thing new japan has always been really really good at is replacing that talent you know finn leaves aj Styles steps in aj styles leaves kenny omega steps in kenny omega leaves jay white steps in jay white i think wrestling inc reported that jericho and omega can yeah, still wrestle will. for new yeah. japan which is quite interesting i like and that. i think that's how that partnership i think new japan is going to drop ring of honor ring of honor as soon as this madison square garden thing is and partner with all elite because, so we could see okada and naito hopefully i don't know but what they've done is you know jay white just won the iwgp heavyweight championship and that's putting all your eggs in that guy's basket He's only been here for about a year and a half now. And I just I listened to his interview with Jericho a couple weeks ago. It made me a bigger fan of the guy. I, I It made me bored out of you my didn't mind. like you didn't like Jay White? He's a very See, no, I, listen, I'm a big fan I like of him Jay as White. a wrestler. I'm a big fan. But like him him talking in that interview was very, very boring. It was a very boring interview. But he's a great I wrestler. So great character. I love his story. I just love his story. I love that. It's a great story. I just think that as far some people aren't good on, uh, you know, kind of being themselves on a microphone. Some people are better being, you know, he's better being the what is what's his switch uh, char- blade. switch he's blade? A character. Yeah, he's he's better being the switchblade character than he is kind of being, you know, Jay. Um, I'm going to tell you uh, someone who's just like that, Seth Rollins. When I listen to Seth Rollins interviews, I'm kind of like, OK, you're, you're like he's. Some people are just it, it people are introverted. Not it's, everyone's going to be like I. I remember listening to Johnny Gargano on Edge and Christian. I'm like, this fucking guy is amazing. Or Adam Cole, who is like a ball of charisma. Not everyone's going to be like that. But I liked. I became a fan of him because his backstory to me is awesome. How he had to go to the dojo and he had to do all that to me. Mm-hmm. Like I love that. And backstory. He, he's a he's a he's a homegrown talent. And, and he's them. and he's worked his ass off. And I'll tell you what, I did not believe in that Switchblade character. At the first Wrestle Kingdom, I did not like his match. This year, after his match with Juice Robinson in L.A., I was like, holy shit. Then 
He goes on to put a great match on with Okada at Wrestle Kingdom, and I start really buying into this guy. Kenny Omega leaves, and he's like, oh, he's going to get Kenny's storylines, and it looks like he's going to because now he's the champion, and I do think Okada beats mm-hmm. him at Madison Square Garden for the title. I think you see the Rainmaker come back, but I'm just happy that you know he helped keep the Bullet Club alive after the Elite left the Bullet Club. He's helping New Japan, and I like seeing a fresh face, and to me... Jay White, Switchblade, whatever you want to call him, is a reason for me to still watch New Japan Pro Wrestling. It, you're not lying. Uh, there's really not much uh, for me to want to see anymore. I've kind of seen it all, done it all, and I haven't seen it very much. But um, the thing that got me involved with New Japan was Kenny Omega. And now that, you know, he, he'll still be wrestling, but he won't be there as much. I, I think um, he does. I you know, think he someone just like does a Switchblade character. I think he, he's there once a year. Which is fine. Nothing wrong with that, right? Um, or, you know, maybe like Dominion because that show, he, he's made a lot of history there. and Maybe he does like the G1 or something like that. Kind of, you know, as like AEW's Kenny Omega versus Okada at Madison Square Garden. I'm kind of sad. That'd be cool. It, well, it's not going to be That'd now. Be cool. But I'm saying that would have been cool. Uh, I, I just think that, uh, you know, it the Switchblade character is, is definitely something that kind of is going to keep people tuning in uh, for New Japan. I love his I love his after-match promos because he just fucking goes off. And it, I don't see any of it's these. A, it's a whole different character it. than what I heard on the interview, but I did like... I, I'm a fan of the interview. I, I just... I just Interviews are weird, man. Sometimes... I just feel like that one didn't hit. Um, You know, an example I could use for this is I heard... And Tessa Blanchard does not do a lot of interviews, and we hope... And we, I try all the time. We're, we're gonna get uh, her one to day. Hopefully, we don't even like to, to interview, interview people. We just want Tessa once. I just want to interview Tessa. There's, there's it's a Nikki Bella is on my list, and that's it. And mm-hmm. then Tessa's on yours, and like that, that's I don't exactly. need to interview anyone. But like, like I've heard an interview. <laughs> Tessa doesn't do it. Like she barely does yeah. any interviews. I've heard three interviews from her, or four interviews from her, in and her it's like whole busted career, open right? radio, and yeah, but she she did busted open radio. Uh, after what the hell is there? Should not final battle. Bound for Glory. After Bound for Glory, Tessa did bust it open and had a really great interview. And then a couple of weeks ago, kind of hyping up, uh, you know, wow superheroes or whatever. Uh, she did an interview with Jim Ross and it was terrible. So it sometimes you know the, best the interview is? guy and Samoja. Well, Samoa yeah. Joe is Samoa the Joe's best just a man. Ever. He's very comfortable. With anybody, I just think that you know the with the switchblade stuff. Like, hey, you could have liked the interview, you could have not liked it. That's fine. I just for me, the style of the interview, I just didn't like it. Well, usually, here's the thing, and I did notice this, and I liked it, but it felt like an interview, and that's weird for Talk is Jericho because usually, it's a conversation. Did you hear the Tessa Blanchard interview nah. with Jim Ross? Mm-hmm. It felt like, it felt like I did the interview, like. So Tessa, who inspired you in the business? It's like people well, that have asked her the dumbest question that he asked her that like literally triggered me. He asked her, "How do you feel about Becky Lynch's popularity?" And she was like, "I can't really comment on that, but like it's cool. Like she's not in the company. Yeah, like- you know, companies can't talk about other wrestlers like that. Uh, only certain stars have the ability to do that, and clearly she doesn't, right? So it's like it's such a fucking stupid question from Jim Ross. Like I would never. Expect I do want that. Tessa on our show though. Like I like here's the thing. I and. I had fun interviewing people at at um, All In. That was great. But I kind of just like doing this because this is more mm-hmm. us. This is what mm-hmm. I like to do. I like to sit here and talk and bullshit about, but with you guys. Um, but yeah, Tessa's on that list. Like that, Tessa, Nikki. I. I well, we think about our best interview that we've done, and, and that's your interview with yeah. Riddle, 
like all those interviews because it's just like he's one of us. And and that's what we try to do on the show, and that's what I kind of want to break through. I, I'm sure it'll be very tough with Tessa, but um, you know, to kind of it's kind of like the Nerdist podcast that used to exist, which is now the the idiot or the ID ten T podcast, whatever the Chris Harwick podcast he has, and it's just he he his interviews are more conversations, and I I just want to have a conversation with her and just record it, and and, and that's the thing, like talk about like, how awesome that's she is. what I like. I don't even want to interview about like Nikki about wrestling. I want to interview her about being an entrepreneur because I like to respect the fuck out of that, and I love that hustle and yeah. like how she deals yeah, with all the hate, even though she's even though she is like you know an I mean? awesome person. Um, so yeah, so Jay White won the the championship. New days for New Japan. We'll see what that brings us. Wrestling is very, very hot right now. And spoiler: Kofi Kingston is the one who's in the chamber. So we'll see. And, the, and he is having, and, and probably there's dead silence from me right now. He's having an amazing match with Daniel Bryan. And watching wrestling on mute is the greatest thing ever. Yeah. And also <laughs> off Twitter. Like, that's, when the wrestling's the best is when you're just in the zone. Um, wow. Yeah. They're I'm killing go it. That's, a, that's love, worth going back to watch it. I love it. Kofi. So I'm very happy that Kofi gets that spot. I wish it was Big E because like, part of me wants the Big E title push. It's never going to happen because I don't know. Um, but... And because the because the new day wants the Kofi um, title run, they don't even no, want Biggie. They, they, they want, want the Kofi, Kofi to yeah. get it. And I and I, I can't <laughs> wait to see what Kofi does in the chamber. It'll be fun. It'll be fun spots, and that's awesome. Uh, if he's alive, they're killing each other. I mean, they've been going at it for over twenty yeah, minutes. Daniel really Bryan is so fucking good. Like I so I know is Kofi, Kofi is too, but like night in and night out, Kofi would have been the champion if he didn't hurt Orton in that one not, match. Not, <laughs> night in and night out. Daniel Bryan, though, since this title, this title run feels so much different than AJ Styles. It's just everything's connecting for me on this title run. That's just how I feel. But if you guys want to talk more about wrestling, go over to patreon.com backslash rant with and get in our chat where you will see a video of this. You get after shows and exclusive content, which we are going to keep ramping up on um, as soon as we get through the slow season of wrestling. There will be tons of content. Then... If you want to be the brand, represent.com, backslash store, backslash rant within. If you can't get enough wrestling talk here, go over to Wrestle Addict Radio um, on Podomatic, or no, not Podomatic, Apple, Stitcher, and Speaker app, where you can get Kings of the Rings podcast, Gift the Podcast, uh, Fourth Wall WrestleCast, Not Your Mama Soap Opera, and Smash This Podcast. It's a mouthful. That's five shows amazing shows awesome shows all different go check them out and then we have three shows that's right three shows on the rant with ant feed when news breaks you get the e is for elite with Giron and i talking all things aew and then we have the best duo going who got next phil tell me about your show so every friday on this very feed that you are listening to the rant with ant network on all these platforms that ant just uh, talked about um, every week me and MJ talk about everything NXT and NXT UK and over the next few weeks both shows are having incredible incredible matches um, kind of ending a few weeks from now or two weeks from now with uh, Velveteen Dream versus Johnny Gargano for the North American title that Velveteen Dream won a shot at by winning the World's Collide tournament um, last weekend or the weekend before that and listen there's a lot of great wrestling happening on NXT Uh, and NXT UK as well. So if you are interested in learning about what goes on weekly at NXT, because it is more than just the takeovers, please make sure to listen to Who Got Next 
every single week. It is definitely the show you don't want to miss. Damn, that was a really good plug. Of course, there's three ways yeah. you can support our show. One is by liking us and following us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. The other is Patreon.com. <laughs> right? There's three ways to support. Isn't that your little tagline? Yeah, I like the news and reviews the best. That's my favorite. Of the best brand going. The news and reviews. Yeah, I had to. Uh, we had to evolve. Yeah. Um. Because no one deserves it more than us. I invented wrestling. Me and Sasha. If Banks. you want to leave fun comments on YouTube, Issa has an amazing YouTube page full of fun comments and people trying to mansplain things to her. Issa, what is that link? YouTube.com slash WWE Demon Diva. Go subscribe. Last night's reactions will go up at some point tonight. No reactions for tonight. Before we get into the after show, mm-hmm. I just want to let everyone know. If you are a Patreon, or you're one of the special people, special listeners that are invited to the Rant with Aunt Gala, the address will be sent to you on Monday. Don't send that shit to anyone else, because we will have a name list, and if they're not on the list, they're not going to be put on the list. Jericho's not putting them on the list. They're getting kicked out of the building. So, (laughs) the address will be sent. For our live show. We can't wait to spend WrestleMania with you. We can't believe it's under two months away. Thank you for listening. And thank you for keeping wrestling real. Kawaii. So kawaii. Adios.